Genocide from the Hands of Health Leaders Around the World by Pastor Dan Gaiman To the CDC, WHO, and health leaders across the globe who have contributed to the deaths of millions of people around the world, is this not genocide? As we all know only too well, the World Health Organization announced a worldwide epidemic on March 12, 2020. The WHO, CDC, and respective health agencies around the world engineered a massive lockdown, creating economic havoc, social upheaval, domestic violence, closing of churches, an enormous loss of jobs, destruction of small businesses, neglect of children, holes in children's education, skyrocketing suicide, and the loss of personal freedoms for literally billions throughout the world. Are these health gurus not guilty of serial murder? Should they not be criminally charged with genocide? Many firmly believe that global elitists from major nations of the world organized and funded this pandemic, aided and abetted by the Communist Chinese Party. Their scientists and elitists funding worked together to create the man-made coronavirus in a biolab in Wuhan, China. This highly infectious virus they then began exporting out of China in late 2019. Most heads of state were caught by surprise and responded in a flat-footed manner, having little time to investigate or implore our Almighty God for help. Within hours, fear seized and dominated the nations of this world. Under pressure from the WHO, the U.S.-based Center for Disease Control, located in Atlanta, Georgia, warned President Donald Trump and other government leaders that between 1.2 and 2.5 million people could potentially die from the COVID-19 virus. The president bent to the will of the CDC and announced a national emergency on March 13, 2020. The U.S. went into lockdown with the entire population placed under quarantine and effectively under house arrest. Why was this so easy? Because most state governments cooperated readily, collapsing like dominoes under the pressure. After a few months, literally thousands of small businesses closed because they were deemed non-essential, and only big business and box stores could survive the shutdown. Therefore, millions lost their jobs. On top of that, many of our own personal freedoms guaranteed under the United States Constitution and respective state constitutions were suspended. Since the rest of the world had similar scenarios, very soon the world took on the image of a worldwide communist police state. Who can forget how eerie it was to see pictures of vast city streets completely empty for weeks on end? Within days after the infectious virus hit the United States, government leaders began to chatter about the imperative need for a new vaccine to stop the virus. This chatter was exacerbated by the U.S.-based CDC in Atlanta, Georgia. Health organizations around the world were in lockstep, researching desperately to make a new vaccine. Under pressure from a multitude of panic-driven citizens, the CDC and President Trump pushed for a speedy vaccine under the banner of Warp Speed. Big Pharma was only willing to jump on the bandwagon. As soon as they had the green light, they pushed forward under full immunity from liability. 
Those words should send chills down your spine, for we are reaping the ugly truth on that score. The U.S. government poured millions into funding this experimental vaccine. Scientists employed by Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson went to work, following the global elitist plans at warp speed. Within an unprecedented few weeks, experimental vaccines were being given a quick test. By the fall of 2020, the initial doses of the injection began hitting shelves. The mRNA protein gene therapy was mass-produced to jab the world's population. Big Pharma began reaping huge profits generated from this experimental injection, which is, by definition, not a vaccine at all, but an experimental medicine never before tried on large numbers of people, let alone the population of the world. By the early fall of 2022, an estimated 500 billionaires would be created from this experimental injection. With full immunity from prosecution, the experimental injections were mass-produced, and nations all over the globe pushed their populations to take this jab as soon as possible. This experimental jab reaped enormous profits for the drug companies, investors, hospitals, and every institution involved in providing health care. Yes, one of the greatest transfers of wealth in the history of the world was underway. Global elitists celebrated. Thus, the most significant move toward one-world government was underway, all thanks to this man-made virus. It created the necessary panic to condition the fear-ridden world to accept the experimental mRNA protein injections, which immediately set in motion global elitist plans for the reduction and control of the world's population. Millions of people do believe this was a purposeful effort to program patients to die in the aftermath of the jab or the booster injections that followed. Think about this. No plan was ever suggested by those in power or executed for simply asking the elderly and people with compromised health to self-isolate. This had been the protocol for all other previous coronaviruses, including SARS in 2003, H1N1 in 2009, and MERS in 2012. Instead, the WHO, CDC, and health gurus throughout the world ordered the quarantine of billions of healthy people. Government leaders relinquished their authority to the health gods, who then ruled the world. What a power trip. Remember Dr. Fauci? Who could ever forget? This set in motion the plans for Marxist totalitarian government from the top down, the reduction of world population, the implementation of the initial stages of the war on fossil fuels, and global climate control. The bitter harvest of death and injury. A new America has emerged from this pandemic. We are under Marxist control, and our federal government is trying to limit the United States to a single party state that would install a permanent, democratic, communist government in Washington, D.C. Speech is now censored. The FBI is weaponized, and the DOJ is totally politicized. Even worse, the death count from the injection of protein gene therapy has ended prematurely the lives of untold numbers of the elderly, with a 40% increase in the death rate of young men between the ages of 20 and 45. 
This is unconscionable. Massive numbers have died and will continue to die. To find the facts, you will have to search deeper than the national news media, many of whom are outright liars. The estimated worldwide death count from the coronavirus is 6,531,200 victims. The estimated death count in the United States is in excess of 1 million people. It is impossible to verify the death toll from the virus because of falsy, faulty and misleading charting. Miraculously, people cease dying from natural causes like heart attacks and strokes. It is also quite difficult to validate the death toll from the experimental mRNA protein injection, which is still ongoing. It has been confirmed that young male athletes have died in significant numbers. Another new phenomenon is sudden adult death syndrome. An abundance of data can be validated regarding deaths resulting from the injection. This has been a tragedy beyond words. Honest morticians across the U.S. will tell you that during 2022, the bodies were stacked up for burial, arriving at a rate never seen before 2021. If by God's grace or your own good sense you avoided the shot, you are among the healthiest people alive. If you are well but were infected from the COVID-19 virus, you are now immunized from serious illness from the original virus and its variants. Praise Jesus Christ for those who placed faith and trust in our sovereign God over the fear and panic of the virus. I especially am grateful that millions did not drink the Kool-Aid and use their common sense to say no to the injection and instead protected their body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit. From Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 2. A wise man's heart is at his right hand, but a fool's heart is at its left.